Hi, Peter Marshall here, and you are listening to TV Confidential. Rosemary Sings, the complete Mercury recordings and more collection of 29 classic recordings and rarities that include some of Rosemary's favorite show tunes, standards, novelty songs, rare performance, all available on compact disc for the very first time. Rosemary Sings, the complete Mercury recordings and more available right now. Amazon.com, wherever else music is. So, Nupi Rodriguez, Rosemary's daughter, is with us on the line. Today, we're chatting about the life and career of her mom, Rosemary. Later on this segment, we will tell you about the 100 Days of Rosemary, a daily celebration of facts and trivia about Rosemary's career that Nupi and Team Rosemary have been sharing on Rosemary's various social media accounts, which include Twitter, at Rosemary for real facebook at miss rosemary instagram at miss rosemary and of course miss rosemary.com before we went to break noopy and i were talking about how rosemary and doris day became very good friends as a result of working together on the doris day show doris would call her sometimes by her by her name in the show which Mm -hmm. was myrna Mm -hmm. she went hello myrna (laughs) you know i would hear this on the phone you know hello myrna I said, Mother, it's Doris for you. You know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just thinking aloud here, but I'm, I'm going to guess, just no, knowing what I, I know, I know, I know a little bit about the backstory of Doris's career, and you know, I've come to know a little bit about the backstory of your mom's career, Noopy. I'm going to guess one thing that helped bond them mm-hmm. is that they were two women who drove the car of their career. At a time when not when when not all female performers did that, they were they were very act. I mean, they had they had agents, they had managers, but they were not the type of performer who just kind of let them take care of everything. Both her and your and your mom were very actively involved in their careers. I totally agree. Uh, you know, I think the fact that both at the time they were widows. You know, when mother started to do the show, I think that was. A thing too they were dealing that they were single women and I think the both of them respected each other so much for their professionalism and their and my mother raved about Doris Day and and she was not one to do that and and she admired her because Doris had a crew that knew what to do and the one thing that my mother used to say about Doris, that they they would get a director in, and Doris knew immediately whether this guy knew his stuff or not. And if he didn't know his stuff, it did not go well. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, boy, she can spot him a mile away. Yeah. And I said, yeah. I said, and she, the fact, I think, that she was so professional that a lot of people, and the two of them were strong women, but they both really loved each other. They yeah. really did. I'm telling you, she talked to Doris about two days before she passed away. Wow. And, of course, the day that my mother passed away, she was as lucid as, as ever. She had breakfast in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I mean, her caregivers said she had breakfast. You know, she was fine. And then she just laid down, and and the 
caregiver called me and said, I can't wake her up. Yeah. That was it. So, I mean, it was really blessed death, really. Mm -hmm. But um, as lucid as she was, I talked to her that morning. She got mad at me because she said, you know, I don't feel right. Why don't you fix it? (laughs) Her exact words to me that morning. You know, I don't feel right. So, I mean, she, uh, yeah, she was an amazing human. And her memory was just uncanny. I mean, she did one interview once that she was talking about the Copacabana mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. She described the color of the walls. Wow. She described the color of the walls. She described where the cash register was in there and even made note that there was a bullet hole in the cash register. <laughs> Peter Marshall, who we mentioned in our conversation, one of my favorite quotes of his from Wait for Your Laugh, the the documentary on Rosemary's life and career, he was talking about, I mean, he he was performing in Vegas with, um, I forget the, uh, 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 Noonan, I forget his first name. Tommy. Tommy Noonan, because they were a comedy act back in the day. And he said something that resonates with, I, I, I have a few I have a few friends who've lived in Vegas for decades. Mm-hmm. And and Peter Marshall basically said Vegas was a better town when the mob ran it. Absolutely. I mean I totally agree. Yeah. Because they took care of you. You know, Peter was absolutely right because they did take care of you, you know, as long as you didn't flirt with their exactly. or whatever. Exactly. You know, exactly. was also what he said. Yeah. And 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 because my mother grew up with the mob mm-hmm. and as a child star, mm-hmm. they always looked at her as the kid, yeah. you know, and they took great care of her. And there were many times that, that uh, she was playing in Vegas and my father, uh, my father had a few days off and he and I drove to uh, Vegas. And so as a kid, I spent a lot of time in Vegas. And uh, I think that you know, I mean, it, it certainly, it certainly isn't the way it is now. That's, but, um, yes, uh, 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 I, I have a friend who's lived in Vegas for forty years. He describes it as Disneyland, and he doesn't mean that nicely. <laughs> it is, it is, you know, and 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 it's kind of funny because um, as a uh, producer, I had I, I was working on a show called uh, America on the Move, mm-hmm. and we had done a segment on Vegas. And I was talking to some of the locals there, and I said, so I said, you know, what do you think of the Strip? You know, what do you think? And they said, uh, that's our factory. <laughs> I'll never forget that line. I thought it was great. Yeah. You know? And he said, that's our factory. He said, you know, we go to work, but we don't, you know, we don't live, breathe, and eat the, the uh, Strip. Yeah. So that's our factory. But... Um, Vegas in the early years, and and my mother in because we were into the whole movie thing. Uh, every time she played Vegas, she would have somebody drive her down the strip, and she would run an eight millimeter film. So you would see like one hotel, and then desert mm-hmm. forever, and then maybe another hotel, maybe you know the next time she played, and um, and you know. The mob would call her up and say, you know, 
okay, we want you to play, you know, the Sands or Sahara or whatever. And uh, she'd say, okay. That was it, you know, okay. And um, somebody asked me the other day if I had a mob story because people love the mob stories in the film. Mm Mm-hmm. And and because people are still fascinated by the mob, you know, I mean, you know, the movie Casino's out there forever. Right. <laughs> it's, just, it's out there forever. And and uh, I said, I do have one story, which I had never told before, but I was, um, my father had passed away, and I think it was my 18th birthday or something, and... We went to Vegas, and my mother had said to me, what do you want to do? I said, I want to go to Vegas. I want to, I want to put money in a slot machine. <laughs> you know, as a kid, they used to, God, this is terrible, but they, uh, the uh, carpeting on the casino was one color, and the other carpeting going out the door was another color. So as a kid, you couldn't step on the carpeting that was the casino. Mm-hmm. I was too young. And I just remember, it's silly, but I just remember that. And and uh, so I was 18 or 19, whatever, and I, oh, I want to go to Vegas. I, can I, I want to put some coins in a slot machine. You know, I grew, I, I grew up watching, but I never could do it, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, so we go to Vegas, and um, we're at some hotel. I don't remember the hotel, but... Um, where uh, and and this little bald-headed guy walks in, short bald-headed guy, carrying a birthday cake. And he goes here, you know, happy birthday, Noopy, and all that. And my mother goes, oh, that's really sweet, popcorn. And she called him Pop Popcorn. <laughs> and. Oh, that's right. And he said, here, have a happy birthday. Short little bald-headed guy. Honest to God, I could just, you know. And um, I said, oh, that's, you know. And so she said, you know, thank Oh, popcorn, that's really sweet. You didn't have to do that, blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking to myself, why is she calling him popcorn? That's weird. So time passes, and I'm reading a book called The Greenfelt Jungle. Mm-hmm. And the Greenfield Jungle was all about the mob in mm-hmm. Vegas. Mm-hmm. It's a very good book, very well-written book. So Mother had had the book and had read it. So I said, yeah, yeah, I'll read it. And I started to read it. Well, in the book is this character named Popcorn. <laughs> so I get to that part in the book, and I stop. And I go in to her room, and I said, uh... I'm reading The Greenfield Jungle. She went, yeah. I said, well, there's a character in here called Popcorn. She went, yeah. I said, well, the guy that brought me the birthday cake in Vegas, you called him Popcorn. She said, yeah. (laughs) I said, is it the same guy? She went, yeah. (laughs) And I went, are you kidding and she went, no. <laughs> and I'm reading about this guy that, you know, takes the gun to the head and makes the head pop. Yeah. Whatever the hell, wow. you know. And I went, oh, my God. 
that little bald headed guy is popcorn. She went, Yeah. <laughs> and I went, Ooh, okay. So that's my mom's story because popcorn gave me a birthday cake. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, and she went, Well, yeah, you know, have you gotten to the part of Ice Pick Willie yet? <laughs> And well, I'm looking at her going, no, I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll save that for our next conversation, Noopy. Rosemary sings the complete Mercury recordings and more collection of 29 classic recordings and rarities that includes some of Rosemary's favorite show tunes, standards, novelty songs, rare performance, all available on compact disc for the very first time. Rosemary sings the complete Mercury recordings and more available right now. Amazon.com, wherever else music is. So, Noopy Rodriguez, Rosemary's daughter, is with us on the line today. We're chatting about the life and career of her mom, Rosemary. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item. Summertime is in full swing, and if you have dry skin, you know what happens when the weather gets warmer. More visible lines and dullness. Fortunately, our friends at Ibu Beauty can help. Their Super Duo Serum and moisturizer is all you need this summer for the perfect glow. Check them out, ibubeauty.com. That's Y-I-B-U, beauty.com, or at ibubeauty on Instagram. Use customer code ibu 50 now at checkout and receive 50% off your first order. Before we let you go, we should mention that as we record this conversation with Georgiana Nupi Rodriguez, we are in the middle of the 100 days of Rosemary Facts, which is a daily celebration of Rosemary Facts and Trivia that Noopy and Team Rosemary have been sharing on Rosemary's various uh, social media accounts on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and of course, MissRosemary.com. Is there a particular fact about your mom that you have discovered recently um, that you had not known before? Uh, not really, but, you know, the facts that we've been looking up are amazing, you know. I think the fact of what she accomplished as a child star mm-hmm. are some things that I really didn't didn't get. And a lot of people uh, have copies of her singing as a child star, and, and also on that virtual thing there's a lot of great clips on there yes there is and there's a lot of clips that i hadn't seen before and the fans really wanted to hear her sing as a child star because she had a grovel voice that was just <laughs> unbelievable it and made it I made her unique she was she was as close to jimmy Durante as as she was mm-hmm. in the early years that was something that I, I didn't realize how close they really were. Just a real quick story. As the years passed, my mother had wanted a dog, and somebody had told me, they said, because I have horses and, and Jimmy Durante's daughter rides horses, and they said, well, you know, uh, Jimmy Durante's daughter runs a rescue. And I went, what? And I wound up getting a dog from Jimmy Durante's daughter. Wow. I mean, that's that's something that a lot of people don't know. But, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It, it It's a very small world in this uh, thing. And I think I found that out more than really anything. 
And I also found out that her fan base is so loyal and really, truly cares about her, which I didn't realize how strong that they felt about her. And I don't think she actually knew that. I really don't. Well, she knows it now. <laughs> I, I think she absolutely knows it now and is loving every minute of all of this. Are you kidding? Rosemary sings the complete Mercury recordings and more, 29 classic recordings and rarities, including some of Rosemary's favorite show tune standards, novelty songs from the 40s and 50s, all available on CD for the very first time. Rosemary sings the complete Mercury recordings and more, available Amazon.com, wherever else music is sold online for more. On uh, Rosemary, her life, career, her music, MissRosemary.com. Noopy Rodriguez, thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to our next conversation. Thank you, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you. Greg Airbar will join us for our DVD report next on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk tvconfidential.net talk at tvconfidential.net you can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential x.com forward slash tvconfidential or at tvconfidential on instagram and if you're listening to us on the tv confidential podcast please be sure to hit the subscribe button this portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.